Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today. Here we are, something different today. As you know, our congregations are not meeting in person, but we thought we'd bring the congregational pastors here to you, where we sit around a table all at once, have a chat, talk about some stuff uh, concerning the new year, and just do something a little bit different on this Sunday, which is the first of... January. Wow. So let me give you some introductions. We've got Ooh. Pastor Paul from Waterside, Ooh. and we've got Pastor Sandy from Waterlooville, oh, yeah. and we've got Pastor <laughs> Jeff from Gospel, <laughs> Pastor Steve from Haven, and Pastor Paula from Portsmouth, <laughs> as well as Stuart, who's the executive pastor, hey. and uh, now has <laughs> moved his role to be involved in the health of the church as a whole, which as is brilliant. So here we are in a brand new year. And obviously most of you know, my name's Andy. And here we are in a brand new year. And um, hey, we're through Christmas. We've started a new year. It's January the 1st today. What are some of the things that you guys love about coming into a new year? <laughs> the freshness of it all. The freshness. What way? Yes, it's That's a new season. Thank you, Stu. <laughs> it's a new season. It's a start of something new, something fresh. You know, the old is gone, the new is come. Like and we, we, we're stepping into a new season. Now, now, God hasn't got a calendar on his fridge, like, and he's not ripping off, like, 2022. Hey, it's 2023. Um, you know, he lives outside of time and space. But New Year is a good time, hey, of fresh beginnings. A lot of people make resolutions and that kind of stuff. It's almost like a little bit of a reboot, a bit of a fresh start. What's some other things yeah. that people like about the new year? Gracie's birthday. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, birthday. Wow. Happy January. birthday. That's going to get you a lot of points, having a shout <laughs> out. <laughs> 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 nice yeah. one. Yeah. You found out we're no presents now. <laughs> that be enough? No, 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 no. That's excellent. So you've got a birthday on... 1st of January. Fantastic. Wow. Wow. That's great. Today. Amazing. Today. <laughs> Some other things? Yeah. Stu likes Just these decorations. Off the, back of, <laughs> off the back of Sandy's little comment... <laughs> about you know the fresh start i like having a kind of fresh look in the house getting all the christmas decorations away tidying up doing a little bit of a spring tidying up bit of a spring clean making it look good and also getting back into the routine but i quite like routine i'm like a cat you do you know i like i like routine yeah i think for me i really love new year's resolutions like i'm all for it um, I try to keep them, but I just love the mm. whole thought of looking at your life and thinking, hmm, what could I change? What could I add to my life? I just love it. Yeah, then where no, were you repenting? I <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> new year, new start. So what what percentage of your new year's resolutions <laughs> do you think we <laughs> you keep, Paul? Hmm. Give us a figure. 30%? 95%. Oh, 95%. Yeah. 95%. I like that, 95% this year. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Paul? No, I agree with that. It's just a great opportunity just to evaluate, just to be you know, celebrating what's happened the year before, but just be looking forward to all that God God has in store, just to evaluate where things are at, where family's at, your marriage is at, churches, churches mm. at. It's a good, great opportunity just to, just to do that. It's true. Mm. Yeah. Stop yeah. and think. Yeah. 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 For me, I reckon it's season. You know, yes. you, you, you're gone, you're in winter still, but you're moving into the season of spring, the new year, yeah. Um, yeah. what that new year brings. Mm. Uh, I, for me, it's, it's seasons. Um, yeah, I don't get the decorations down straight away. <laughs> <laughs> we let ours carry on for a little bit longer. July? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I just leave them up. Some of them but yeah, it's, it is a seasonal thing. You know, you yeah. start. You know yes. that those lighter evenings are beginning to come as well. And, yes. Yeah, yeah, it just heads, heads into that, that yeah. area. 
Again, it's not like we said, God's not sitting there going, hey, it's, it's, it's 2023. Yes. But for us, you know, it's a great opportunity, isn't it? To, like, like you said, review and go, there were some good bits, there were some yeah. tough bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some people, they go, that was a good year. Other people, they like, so glad that is over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it's different, isn't it? According to different people's experiences. Yeah. But it's a great way. I always love to enter in the new year and be and thinking, right, we did this last year. What about this year? It's almost yeah. like another lap, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. like, yeah. all right, we're on the course again. Let's go another lap yeah. together. Yeah. And uh, it's a fresh energy to it yeah. on that. So that's brilliant. So obviously when we look at um, a new year, January the 1st, some people who we're pastoring, some people that are in our congregations would be very much going, oh, I can't wait for this new year. Mm. But other people may be going, do you know what? There's some stuff happening, potentially happening this new yeah. year that I'm worried about, I'm concerned about, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. I think it'd be really good if we took a moment now. Um, Stu, would you just pray for people in family church? Generally, just speak blessing over them. But also specifically, people that are maybe (coughs) looking down the corridor of 2023 saying, there's some things that are very uncertain, or I need to see God change. Would you lead us in prayer with that? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Let's pray. Uh, And let's make this a really significant moment as, as we pray now. Um, so, so wherever you are at home, just uh, just um, t- take this moment, just quiet the family down uh, and quiet your soul. And, and let's just uh, lift this year up to the Lord right now. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, that, that you are for us, Lord, and you're not against us. Lord, we thank you that you're with us every step of the way. Lord, we thank you that, Lord, you see the end from the beginning, Lord, and you go before us. Lord, thank you that you're so amazing at moving things around behind the scenes of our life in order to prepare us for the next season and we just thank you lord that this year lord we want to commit it to you we want to say father we we thank you for this this year ahead and we thank you father for every person in our church family lord and for their relatives for their friends lord for the connections that we have we pray father that this would be a significant year that this would be a year where you're glorified (coughs) father we just lift up those who see this year look ahead and just know that there's going to be challenges father we pray lord that that you would bring comfort lord that you would bring joy that you would bring strength father that that by your holy spirit lord you would come and and you would strengthen every single life where there's going to be where we know there's going to be struggles lord those um, who have lost loved ones father god and as they step into a new year uh, there's not that same joy father we thank you lord that you would just bring comfort to me father we thank you lord for where there's uncertainty lord where there's difficulties with jobs lord where there's difficulties with family members thank you father lord that you would go before us and lord you you make everything right lord you make everything straight lord you protect us lord yes thank you lord that you provide for us lord where, where there is lack lord thank you that you come in lord and you bring your provision into every family so we just thank you lord today for our church family we thank you for all you're doing for all you're going to do lord we rejoice with those today who are rejoicing and we weep with those who are weeping father we pray lord that as a church family we would just be there for each other this year that we'd stand together we'd walk together we'd run together lord into all that you've ordained for this year to be for each one of us and we pray this in the name of jesus Amen. 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 Thank you. Um, obviously, another thing that we do on Sundays when we're meeting together in our congregations is we encourage our hearts or our thinking around giving and stepping into a new year. 
is a time where we need to understand that yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a vision yeah. uh, for honouring the Lord in that section of my life. Steve, do you want to just share some encouragements on that? Yeah. Um, so let me just share a verse with you because um, you know as we were just praying there a moment ago, there's some challenges ahead for some people this year, and I think one of the things uh, that we will all identify with people in our congregations are challenges financially that maybe they're gonna face. Um, and so what I want to do really is set out a challenge on this very first Sunday for you um, in your giving. And it's using a verse in Exodus chapter 23. Um, and it's an Old Testament instruction, but one that I believe carries over in a New Testament principle. And it says this, As you harvest your crops, bring the very best of the first harvest to the house of the Lord your God. And, you know, this year maybe um, as you step into this new year, you think, oh, there's so much going around in the world about um, the economy and how difficult things are going to be. And there could be a temptation, like in this moment, to hold on to stuff and think, well, let's see how the harvest pans out. Let's see how it goes long term. But I want to challenge you to put God first in your finances, not just today, but over the next 12 months. And as you do, as you trust God with that 10 percent, he will take care of that 90 percent. He will take care of what remains if we choose to give the very best of the first harvest. So if you're giving um, this morning, you can give via the website family.church forward slash give. Or you can give via the Family Church um, app as well. But I want to encourage you in that thought, not just today, but going forward, that in the midst of what the world is saying is going to be doom and gloom financially, let's believe for something different. Yes. But that begins with actually putting God first and giving the first yes, very good um, to the house of the Lord. Yeah, wow. very good. That's really good, Steve. I mean, I'm really encouraged when I read about Isaac in, in Genesis, you know, where it says... That Isaac sowed in, in a land of famine. You know, that's something that's really been, as I've been looking around at the world today, I've been looking, thinking, man, this is comparable to a yeah. famine type time when people normally worry, breathe in, get fearful. But it says that Isaac was walking in this covenant with God where he sowed in a land of famine, which meant he kept living by kingdom principle yeah. in that time. And I think it's so right what you're encouraging there, Steve. Thank you for that. Let's do something a little bit fun now, uh, a little bit cheeky chatty <laughs> for those that are watching. <laughs> now, we as a household, myself and Pastor Gina, we always look to get a verse from God uh, for a new year. And like I said, not that God's going, hey, it's 2023. He's not running around heaven saying it's 2023. But I believe he meets us in points of contact. And for many people, crossing over a year is a point of contact. But it's like, all right, Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness, your goodness in that last year. Lord, we thank you that this year ahead, um, we're going to make some resolutions. We're going to make some decisions. But to me, the safest thing that you can do is get a promise from God for the year ahead. And, you know, for those that are watching, I really want to encourage them today. All the congregations and, and visitors and friends that are watching, maybe from other places today, I want to encourage them today. To really have a verse from God. You know, I've always been persuaded about this, but Pastor Gina is super persuaded about this. She gets a verse, it's on the wall for the Elms family, but also for what we're doing, what God has committed us to do. And she'll go into prayer, you know, leading up to um, this time and get that promise. Now, I'm interested, and I'm sure people watching today are interested you know, we've got people that are watching today. Maybe they've just been walking with the Lord a couple of weeks and they're like, sounds great. How do I do that? Right. Having you guys around the table today, I think it's a brilliant opportunity for two things. Number one, um, I promise you're hearing from the Lord for the congregation uh, or the role that you take in this year coming forward. But number two, a sneaky inside look into how you get 
a word from the Lord, a prophetic word from the Lord, a promise from the Lord, um, just to help other people to see that we're all pretty much, we do the same things, but we're different, right? So I am going to throw it open, okay, for people to say, all right, what are you hearing from the Lord for your congregation, for the church, for 2023, and how do you go about getting that promise? Jump in wherever you want. All right. Shall I go first for the in terms of what I'm thinking for the church? Um, well, Jesus said in John 17 verse 21, and this is the verse that that really I'm sort of focused on at the moment is, I pray that they will be one, just as you yeah. and I are one. Right. And uh, my prayer for the family church as a whole is that we will be more united, more joined yeah. up than ever before. Mm-hmm. I'm not so much talking about individuals in our congregations, but I'm talking about the church as a whole, mm-hmm. and especially the congregations, the way that, yeah. that we relate with one another, the way that we feel like yeah. one big church family. Um, in July, we're going to be having a conference called One Family, and it's for our church family. And uh, and it's about coming together as a church and celebrating who we are, celebrating oneness, celebrating our unity together. And it's going to be like having the family round on Christmas Day for Christmas dinner. You know, that, that celebration, that, that fun, that enjoyment that we will have together. Uh, I'm really excited about that. But um, I really believe that that we're, we're all, we represent branches on a tree, each of our congregations is like a branch on a tree um we're all connected together through christ um and my prayer is that every branch will flourish that every branch will know that it's got such an important place in the church that every branch will flourish and bear great fruit this year can you give us another plug on that because we haven't done a conference since before lockdown on what we're doing there. Yeah. Could you get another plug for that? that yeah, isn't... yeah. So we're going to have. So um, it's the second Saturday of July. Um, I think it's the thirteenth, something like that. And uh, we're going to be together as one big church family all day that day, morning, afternoon, evening. Uh, we're going to be um, coming together to, to simply celebrate everything that the Lord is doing yeah. in family church building relationship with one another and, and just kind of really making sure that we're all on the same path together. And what's it called? One family. One family. <laughs> that's what we are. Yeah. So, all right, someone else jump on in. I think for, um, for heaven, one of the things I've been praying for and, um, and, and believing for, you know, in Acts chapter 2, it says here about a deep sense of awe came upon the early church. Yes. And I think... Um, you know, it came out in the census just, just recently that actually Lee Park, where we have a church, is one of the areas that, uh, where people believe in God the least in the whole of Hampshire. Wow. And we're believing for that to change. And, and one of the things is, as people see what God does in other people's lives, so I'm believing for great healings this year. Yeah. People that we've been yes. believing for and standing with, believing for lives to be transformed and, um, you know, just for radical salvations to happen. Yeah. So that yeah. people, there's a deep sense of what God's doing. Mm. And as a result of that, it's easy to see people Come want to Jesus Christ. Because you can kind of look at that statistic. But we read those statistics that came out and you could look yeah. and say, oh, there's not many people. In, and you could be negative about that. Or we can be positive and say, hey, we've got Absolute. a job to do. Yeah. We've got a job to do. Yeah. You know, you can look at that as a bad yeah. statistic or you can say, listen, we need to wake up. We've got, we've got a job to do. Yeah. Love those things. Okay, someone else. For Waterlooville, if I can jump in quickly. Um, I think our scripture for the for the year ahead is from Zechariah chapter 4, verse um, 6 and 7, where the word of the Lord comes to Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was um, sort of rebuilding the temple, mm. and, um, and he'd become a little discouraged because work wasn't getting carried out as it, at the speed and the rate that it should 
should have. And and the word of the Lord came to Zerubbabel. He said, it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And I think for us in Waterlooville, and for all of us, you know, uh, post-COVID, We've mm. all worked so hard, you know, we've got the teams and we've got people on on team and we've, there's so much work that we've carried out. And so I feel like we've laid the foundations again, mm. but it's now it's not by might. It's not an army that, that produces the might. It's not the power of the one person, but it is by the presence of God and by yeah. the Spirit yeah. of God. That's good and yeah. I really wonder if I can mm. add on to what, what Steve was saying mm. about, you know, that it's times of refreshing yeah. that come from the presence of the mm. Lord. Yes. And that's that's that's, yeah. that's our expectation for Waterlooville for the year really ahead. Right. Really that's excited great. about it. I like the way you say Zerubbabel. But I always called him Zerubbabel. That's just the way I read it. That's how it's written yeah, yeah. In my Bible, it was written Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel's easier to say. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Not by my, not by power, by my spirit. By my spirit. Yes. That. So, yeah. so that really lines up um, really well with um, one of the verses that um, we've been praying over um, Portsmouth. Um, so if you've come to any of our prayer meetings in the morning, this is that one of the verses that we've just kept praying when we're praying for the service. And it's um, in First Corinthians chapter two, and it's from verse four, and it says my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of wisdom but with a demonstration of the spirit's power so that your faith might not be might not be based on human wisdom but on god's power and it's just a thought just in our mind that we just want to we want people to be raised up who aren't just you know being raised up based on oh this is what the bible says this is what you believe but they're experiencing the power in the presence of god because i just find that you know when someone experiences his power you can't deny it you're like i don't know if i believe in god but i can't deny what i just felt and so we're just praying that the power of god is spirit will just show up in our in our meetings just across all of family church really that's awesome paul that's great that's wonderful okay great Jeff Sandy mentioned presence Paul has mentioned presence and, and my, my scripture uh, I actually shared it at the beginning of December with the congregation and it's Psalm 16 verse 11 it says you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness yeah. of joy Amen. and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore mm. and, and I, I just feel it's so important that mm. it's him who shows us yeah. his yeah. path yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can wander we can do our own thing we can, we can come to crossroads but if we're always looking to him and, and, and as we speak that over the, as, us as a congregation, that you will show us the path of life. Yeah. It's so important that we're found on that right path. Yes. And, and actually just being in his presence. That's where yeah. fullness of joy comes. Circumstances, pressure, problems, they're there. But actually you draw from being in his presence and that joy uh, remains within. And, and just, just at your right hand. Of pleasures forevermore, that's and just yeah, that's so good. you know, for for the congregation, for all of us, and that's yes. it's just God has He's a good God, and, yes. and a good God gives good things, yes, pleasures right. forevermore. And I, I, I love so the scripture, love it. and I, yes, I, I told them that it's, it's a scripture. You know, my congregation, the congregation, <laughs> I leave. I said it's my scripture, but I'm allowed <laughs> I'm share it. With you. I'm allowed <laughs> to have it. You're generous, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, for the Wallside congregation, also we've been talking earlier a lot about looking forward <coughs> because it's New Year's Day and um, God specifically gave me this for our congregation from Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Forget the former things, mm. do not dwell on the yeah, past. On. See, I am doing a new thing. 
Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And that's what I love about God, how he, you know, Malachi 3 says, I am a Lord, I do not change. He never yes. changes in, in terms of his character. He's totally True. predictable, totally mm. faithful. Yeah. You know how God's going to operate or, or the character in which he'll operate. But in terms of the way he does things, it's always fresh. Yeah. He's always doing something fresh uh, and something new. Also love the context of that. If you read back a few verses, when it's talking about forget the form of things, do not dwell on the past, it's not talking about bad stuff in no. it's actually yeah. talking about how how god led yeah, the israelites um you know out of slavery and yes. all the amazing miracles you know the 10 plagues now leading through the red sea yeah, all the amazing miracles it done which you know are well worth celebrating absolutely mm. but even in that context god said you know forget that because that's what that's what has already happened these yeah. are the amazing things i've done but i've still got so much more oh, for you it's like god saying you ain't seen nothing yeah yet. yeah absolutely that's good absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. i think that's really good yeah. paul because sometimes when we look at it, it's like forget the form of things we're like oh well yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. that's yeah. great yeah. stuff yeah. that we knew yeah. and god yeah. says yeah. no yeah. better is yet to yeah. come absolutely yet and, and as it says i'll make a way in the wilderness of streams and the way so there's a you know, God can do anything, even if we feel we're in a wilderness experience or feel our congregation or yeah, church is in yeah. a wilderness experience. Yeah. God can make a way. He'll make streams. Right, yeah. The yeah. river of God, He can bring life in, into any situation. I love all these verses because they're saying in a time when people are saying, breathing, give mm. up, you know, expect the worst. Yeah. These verses are coming mm. from God to your yeah, hearts, going, no, 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 no. This is a time yeah, where I'm so, unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, we've looked at some verses, but we've not spoken about how you guys hear a verse from God, all right? So ever so quickly, I want you just to talk about when you know you want to get a verse from God for your life, for your family, for the congregation, how do you each, now there could be a lot of sameness, I get that, but how do you all approach that? Ever so quickly, how do you approach that, Paul? I, I would certainly pray. I mean, you've certainly mentioned yeah. that earlier about what Pastor Gene does, but I says certainly for me, that would be, I just will we'll, we'll pray um, and just ask God to reveal, um, just reveal a specific scripture. I think sometimes... Um, I guess I will do it a different way sometimes. Sometimes I've just I've used the internet. And the internet is a great mm. is a great tool, and, and this connecting with praying about it obviously as well. Um, Word from God for twenty twenty. <laughs> 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 are, are you there, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Google God. Okay. <laughs> I can pray to God. No, but what I mean is, if you say one of scriptures on, say, yeah. hope, yeah. you know, or expectation <laughs> or, or faith, the internet. But how do you get that great, specific? That promise that you've yeah. got there. That's very yeah. specific. Yeah. So what? So that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I often do. I might, I might I Google it and pray about all these things together. Mm. And then God gives me a specific one. It kind of almost yeah. like stands. Out. You know, when the Bible, it just and this is what's amazing about the Bible because it yeah. just comes yeah. to life. So yeah. the verse just jumps. Yeah. And it can be a verse you've heard a hundred times before. Yeah. But it just completely jumps. And that's the, page. The bit, that's the bit. That's the which is key. Yeah. It's yeah. when it almost yeah. goes from logos to rainbow. Is yeah. when yeah. it jumps yeah. out of the page. Yeah. Other people, it's a gradual thing, isn't it? Because it's not you know when you're you're in a relationship with God, it's not like a GP. You suddenly pitch up and he says, right, this is your verse. Mm. It's it's been building, and so yeah. for me, a lot of the time, God's been speaking over a course of a month or a bit, and and, and I'm just sensing what God's saying. Yeah. And as you get closer to that new year, you know, you start to see. All, sometimes you just start to see all these verses appear um, that you've read many times before, but they're making sense in a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so suddenly you're seeing this, and then you may like look at concordance or whatever. But um, there's just I think God's been speaking, and you know what God's saying, and then suddenly there's a verse that completely yeah. matches. It's been there the whole time, but suddenly it matches exactly yeah. so, what like you know God underlines it. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, 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 and like a funnel, I, 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 for me, I see it as a, a funnel where where you kind of almost get squeezed into, mm. yeah. like through things that happen, conversations you have, yeah. 
things you see uh, when you're praying, pictures you see maybe, verses you read in the Bible. It's like you're kind of like being squeezed into this this sort of place where actually there's only one thing that, that yeah. God is yeah. sort of saying or one place God's taking you. Um, and, and and I think it's about watching and praying as well yeah. because, yes. you know, Jesus said that repeatedly yeah. to the disciples. And, and actually, what, what what's, this, what's God's signpost saying? Yeah. What are the signs saying? Because when you drive your car, you're sort of looking out for the signs to see which way to go. And I think that's, for me, that's the watch and pray. But it's like, okay, God, show me, t- take me in your direction. Mm-hmm. And it, it happens. And it just naturally happens. That verse about theme is like everywhere, isn't it? You yeah. almost can't get away from it. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Other yes. people, how, how do you, how do you yeah. hear God for your promise? Can I add to that first? Ask him. He's all <laughs> <laughs> um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hear him. But do you know what this is? that says God says that I'll guide you with my eye and that's kind of what the thought I had when you were mm, saying yeah. about that tunnel yeah. Um, yeah. but I was also yeah. thinking you know about from Habakkuk 2 Fun. talks about um, writing a vision and making it plain on tablets and mm. it's really good that we write these things down mm. but I love what it says in before that it says I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see oh, yeah. what he will yeah. say to me. Yeah, so great. I think yeah. to great. me it's about Watching. positioning ourselves yeah. so, really and you know just spending some time in the word you know, but on purpose. Seeking, yeah. seeking. Yeah. Yes, yes. I remember, when, yeah, I remember when I first got saved, and my favourite way was just to. this maps this time. And I just, you know, was just, I just didn't have that um, devotion with God. Didn't have mm. spend. Um, quality time with him so mm. I would just randomly be searching and wanting yeah. something yeah. and I think it was when I just got the revelation that God wants to actually speak to me far yeah. more than I want to hear from him and wow. sometimes yeah. Yeah. we're, we're, yeah. we're yeah. searching and acting like we're striving in a way and we must hear from God must hear yes. from God yes. but God's desperate to speak to no, us really and good. when I understood that I just started expecting to speak to me right. and yeah. it stopped being about I I need a word to yeah. yes. God you want to speak to me you want to give me a word I know my sheep and my sheep hear my voice yeah exactly Mm. and And God's constantly speaking I think the issue is us listening yeah Yeah, yeah, exactly and I think when we tune our ear and we want to listen to God it begins then when we're reading things will just jump out to us again what you're saying is it's that highlight moment you're reading a verse you've read loads and you go oh there's something on that there's a weightiness on that anyone who add to that how are you here for me I was preparing the message for Sunday and as I was preparing the message for Sunday, I didn't sit there thinking, oh, that's going to be the word for the church, for this. I was just preaching, but preparing it. I got up on Sunday and I was, I was sharing that word and I got to that verse. And it was, it was like the Holy Spirit said, this is the word for the congregation right now. Yeah. Let them take a hold of this and, and, and run with it. And yeah. It's like, okay. But it was... It was revelation. It was, it was downloaded that there point. and then at that yeah. point. So yeah. it's an, are you saying it's an impression? Ooh, Again, if somebody's watching this and they're like, yeah, I'm reading a verse and it's kind of standing out. Yeah. It was an explosion. Yeah. 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 explosion. Yeah. Okay. It, it was like it was highlighted. Mm. Sometimes you highlight yeah. it in the Bible. It, it was like it was highlighted. And it wasn't highlighted just for me, even though I made a bit of fun yeah. with it. Yeah. It was for the congregation. Okay. Yeah. So, Brilliant. Who's not jumped in, Steve? Have you jumped in? Everybody jumped in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, well, I hope that's been really useful for people to know. You know, often you hear a pastor going, oh, I heard the Lord, I've got a verse. It's a lot more doable and easy than that, isn't it? It, it? It's not something that, you know, you have to be saved a few years to do. That's right. God is speaking. Yeah. 
Um, want to encourage everyone that's watching make sure you dig in find a place mm. posture yourself yeah. to say let me hear what you're saying yeah. that's really encouraging I want to share for a few moments now something I'm believing for for this year for everyone that's a part of family church and everyone that's watching actually this is my prayer for me and Gina this is my prayer for the leaders and everyone in family church or relates to us in any way. And my prayer is that this year, 2023, we're on that first day of 2023 today, but this would be a year of God encounters. God encounters. Where people in family church encounter God in a greater way than maybe they ever have before. But in family church, some people this year would maybe encounter Jesus for the first time but they've heard about him they've been singing along they've been coming to church but some things would happen this year where they encounter they say i have encountered him but also for other people that have maybe encountered god before that they would say no i've just encountered the lord in a fresh way or a greater way than ever before just like behold i'm doing a new thing you know um but people would encounter god um in our gatherings and in our meetings that when we meet together people would have encounters with jesus but more than that people would be encountering God in their personal worlds. Yeah, yeah. But it's not just something that's mm. happening in church. Mm. People were having mm. God encounters. Mm. Yeah. Because let's face it, when we look at what people need in families, <clears throat> when we look at our own needs, most of it is solved by an encounter with Jesus. Yeah, but yeah. when we have an encounter, that causes radical changes, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It changes the way we view God. Yeah. You can hear about God. You can hear other people's stories about God. But when you encounter God, when you encounter, if you have a God encounter, it changes your view, but also changes your view of God. It changes your view of God. Now, what we all need at the end of the day, I believe, when we look at 2023, is just some fresh encounters with Jesus. In our worship, in our prayer times, in our prayer closets, in our gatherings, when we go together, those moments where you almost hear it whispered, he's here. You know, God is here. We gather We gather with grateful hearts. He's here. But it wasn't um, a sing-along of songs. There was a weighty presence of God. Now, when I look in the Bible, um, I see that there were some incredible stories of people whose lives weren't changed by theology, ideology, philosophy, but they had moments when they encountered God and their lives changed in that moment. That's my prayer, our prayer for every person in family church this year is that you would have God encounters that are life-changing. Amen, yeah. Um, You know, during this year, this month, January, Mm. we're going to be spending time over the first few weeks of January to talk about moments in the Bible where people encountered God and everything changed. But to me, there's two people that stand out for me. One of them is Paul and one of them is Jacob, one from the New Testament, one from the Old Testament. But when you look at the life of Paul, he was a zealot. He was a religious man but he was a man that needed an encounter with Jesus because when you read about Paul he was formerly known as Saul he was a man who was actually obsessed 
on killing, persecuting Christians, followers of Jesus Christ. (coughs) And he was doing it under the the guise of uh, this is God's will. I'm a religious man. So he had religion. But he didn't have Jesus. And nothing could change his mind. Reason couldn't change him. Um, He needed an encounter with Jesus. Now, Jeff, I've asked you to read that snippet of Scripture from the book of Acts chapter 9, verses 1 to 6, that speak about the moment when Saul became Paul. Would you read that for us? Certainly. Yep. Uh, It says here, uh, it says, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked for letters, from him, from the synagogue of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, uh, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near to Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said to him, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goats. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the city, and you will be told what you must do. That's an incredible moment, isn't it? Well, you've got this guy called Saul, right? He's basically a barbaric serial killer under the um, covering of religion. He's persecuting anyone that follows Jesus Christ. Reason can't get to him. Yeah. True. You couldn't sit with him and reason with him. No. Theology couldn't. What he believed couldn't. So Jesus turns up and says, hi, I'm Jesus. Why are you persecuting me? Why are you coming against those? And in that moment, Saul turns from being a murderer and a persecutor of the church to, be, to a church builder. Yeah. And then he ends up giving his life for the things that he was persecuting others yeah. for giving their life to. <coughs> That's a God encounter. Yeah. 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 But then in the Old Testament, I've been really inspired recently, guys, about Jacob. Mm. I've been reading. I can't stop reading about Jacob. It's just a very interesting storyline. But you see that there was a moment in Jacob's life that took him from being Jacob to being Israel. Mm-hmm. And you read it's actually a journey. It wasn't one moment, but it was a number of encounters with God. Now, you've got to bear in mind with Jacob, he was the son of who? <coughs> Pause. Isaac. Isaac. Well done, Stuart. <laughs> and I just wanted to check the path of the reading the Bible. And his granddaddy was Abraham. Abraham. All right. Four points. So he was the grandson of Abraham, the son of Isaac. He was familiar with the blessings of the Lord, the blessings that have been spoken to his parents and his parents' parents. Yet he was walking around in an unawareness of personal revelation of God. And God provided that. In this incredible moment in Genesis 28 in a place called Bethel, but he's just getting on with life thinking he knows God because of his granddad and his dad. But God creates this moment where he has a dream and he sees that staircase going up and down. Paula, I've asked you to share from Genesis 28 verses 13 to 16, which is that specific moment where God comes real to him. Yeah, awesome. So from verse 13, it says, The Lord was standing there beside him, saying, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your offspring the land on which you are lying. Your offspring will be like the dust of the earth and you will spread out toward the west, the east, the north and the south. 
All the peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. Look, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. Mm. See, the reality is God was always in that place. Yes. Jacob was walking in unawareness. Yeah. Yeah. God didn't turn up in that moment. God was always with him, as he was with Isaac and Abraham. Yeah. But Jacob was living in a condition of hearsay and hand-me-down. God hadn't become real. And in this moment, he has this dream and he sees this dream and there's this staircase. God's at the top. God begins to speak to him. And suddenly the place that he's living was just every day suddenly became awesome. He said, this place is awesome. What had happened was God had become real. Jacob encountered God for himself. And that encounter changed his thinking. Yes. Now, like I said, it was a bit of a process with Jacob because later on, Genesis 32, verses 20 to 25, you read that story of how he wrestles with God. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, uh, God says to him, let go of me. He said, I won't let go until you bless me. And we know the story, God touches his hip. And from that moment, he walks with a limp. And in those two accounts, I think in the first encounter, his thinking about God changed forever. In that second encounter, his walk changed forever. And then you read on that suddenly he moves from being Jacob, who was known as the liar and the deceiver, to becoming Israel, who would be the nation, the promised nation of God. Now, God is making all these promises and blessings. My Jacob's still a liar and a deceiver. God had a plan for his life. But there was a moment in God's calendar called I am going to have an encounter with Jacob. We are believing in 2023, this will be a year of encounters. Where you will encounter God, some of you for the first time. And everything you've heard about God will become real. For other people, it will be a fresh encounter that makes you feel like that moment you first encountered him. Suddenly you'll go, whoa, what have I been doing? Like Jacob, I've been asleep, but something's just woken me up. But for others who have had different encounters with God over their life, you would say, I had this year the greatest encounter with God that I've ever had. I'm believing for that for me and for Gina, for all of our pastors. We want this year to be a year of God encounter. Yeah, we do. A year where people are encountering encountering Jesus in our services and our gatherings, but also in their devotional lives at home. Our prayer for you this year as pastors that have the honour and the privilege of being involved in your life is that this year, You would all, everyone, young and old, no matter how long you've been a part of family church, no matter what congregation you're in, would have encounters with God, encounters with Jesus that change your life. Like Jacob, you think differently. Like Jacob, you walk differently. Oh, come on, Lord. This is what we want this year. (laughs) And, you know, this year uh, we're looking at what God's going to do. And in the month of January, like I said, we're going to be talking in all of our congregations 
about different people that had encounters with God. Right. The, the Samaritan woman. Yeah. You know, the Bible was filled with people that had encounters yeah. with Jesus and their lives were yeah. changed. Yeah. So over the next few weeks through January, each of the congregations are going to be talking about God encounters. We're also going to be hearing testimonies of people that have had God Very encounters. Good. And then we're going to be having a fast. You know what we do in family church. Sometimes we do it for 21 days. This year, really felt prompted in my heart one week. And that is going to start, somebody remind me of the date, 16th. the 16th. The week starting the 16th of January. We are going to fast for a week as a church. And it's all going to be about encounters. We're going to fast saying, God, we want our lives to have fresh encounters we want our church to have fresh encounters and we want our villages towns and cities to encounter just like paul a moment out of nowhere bang people are saying god's real and we're saying yes he is so we're believing that 2023 is going to be an incredible year of god encounters yes for you and for us does that sound good guys sounds very good all right well we are going to close the just by praying for you okay we know that people are watching live people are watching on catch-up maybe people are watching from homes living rooms even workplaces we're going to join our hearts together today just to end this incredible time i hope you've enjoyed it today just by blessing you ready father we thank you we thank you for everyone that's in family everyone that's watching today everyone who connects with us in one way or another father we pray yes lord yes Lord, yes, let this Jesus. be a year of encounters. Yes, let people yes, encounter yes, you for the first Thank time. You. Oh, yes, you move from being the God of the person they knew who brought them to church Jesus. to being yes, their God. Yes, yes, but you would move from Thank being the God of Jesus. their mum and their dad, their granddad, yes, to being their God. Yes, Father, we pray for Damascus Road moments, yes, Lord God, yes, where people see you in such a way they can never be the same again. We pray for households to encounter you, God for our towns, villages, and cities to encounter you. Lord, let 2023 be a year of God encounters, we pray, for your glory. Amen. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed watching this this morning. It's been a little bit different. I think it's been fun. We need to do this again sometime, but we're going to give you a big wave and a big cheer as we say, Happy New Year!